We're learning the second Sikha of Chaya Sada in Chelek Tezvav on page 155. This shir is being learned, Lilinishmas Rabbi Yisif bin Yamin ben Rabbi Menashe Koltman. Oifun Pasik Hashem Melekei Hashemayim, Asher Lekachani Mi Beisavi Umi Eretz Meladeti. The Yevishter, the God in heaven that took me from my father's house and from the place of my birth. Which Avram tells Eliezer in his conversation with him, talking to him about bringing a kala for Yitzchak from, uh, from Choram, from the place of his birth. So Rashi brings the words of the Pasik, Hashem, Elekeya, Shamayim, Eshelekechanemi, Beisavi. When it's Mefarish, and Rashi explains as follows. Here in the Pasik, Avram refers to the Abishter as Elekeya Shamayim, the God in heaven. He does not say Elekeya Oretz, the God here in the earth below. But earlier, a few psukim before, it says, that Avram makes Eliezer swear, and there he swears in the name of Elekeya Shamayim and Elekeya Oretz. It says both. So, what's the difference? Avram tells Eliezer, Now the Eibishter is the God of heaven and earth. Why? Because I made it customary in the mouth of people to speak about the Eibishter. However, when I was taken from my father's house, so then, Then Hashem was only the God in heaven and not here in the earth below. Because the people in the world did not recognize in him. And his name was not accustomed by people in the earth below to speak about his name. This is the Rashi. So learn in the Gbepashtas. When you learn this Rashi simply, So Rashi is coming to clarify the change that there is in the language of these two Psukim. Why in this Pasuk it does not say the words That Eliezer is swearing in the name of Hashem, which is and Is this Rashi Masber? And Rashi explains the difference is That only now, here, is Hashem and Oretz in the earth below. Whereas, Hashem was only the God in heaven. People below were not accustomed in speaking about the Evishter. That's the simple pshat of the Rashi. But if so, we have the following questions on this Rashi. Aleph, number one, the Shini is doch nor in them, was in them posik state nor What's the change in the language of the posik? The fact that here it says lekeh shemaim. And that in the Pasuk before, or in a few Pesukim before, it says as well. So why the Dibra Maschel does Rashi bring also the word Hashem? The word Hashem is the same here and in the previous Pasuk. So why does, the, why does Rashi bring the word Hashem in the Dibra Maschel? Based the question also regarding the Dibra Maschal, Tzlibvos is a maitik dem hemshech ha-kosov, asher l'kachani mi-beisavi. Why in the Dibra Maschal does Rashi quote the continuation of the Pasik l'kachani mi-beisavi? Why doesn't Rashi just bring the words l'kea shemayim? And Rashi would explain the difference, that here it says l'kea shemayim, and earlier it says l'kea shemayim v'aretz. Why is he quoting the continuation of l'kachani mi-beisavi when I was taken from my father's house? 
Now, the Afalpi, although you may say, as Bepashtas, this is simple, as Izer Dasmaitik, so Rashi brings these words from the Pasuks, because this is the Pshat that Rashi actually says to answer his question. That then, when I was taken from my father's house, I'm only, that then the Ebishter was only So Rashi, that's in his answer. That's why Rashi brings this in the Debra Maschal as well. As the Rebbe will later point out, that this itself, that Rashi mentions this, that this is the time from Lekachanim Yibesavi, is also not understood why Rashi mentions this here in his Pshat. So therefore, it's not an adequate answer for why Rashi brings it in the Dibur HaMaschal, as we'll see soon in the Hemshech HaDesichah. Gimel, another question here is, Favos, Tafrashi, Mefaret, Zayin, V'loy Omar, Why before Rashi gives the answer or points out that in the previous Pasik it says different than here, does Rashi have to spell out that here it does not say V'lekei Oretz? Azach v'smezetas alein? You can see it uh, yourself, obviously, it says Elekei Shemayim, why does Rashi have to say, and not Elekei Oretz? Rashi should have immediately pointed out that in the previous Pasik it says, That's all. So it seems from the expression of Rashi, Rashi is saying that here there's a reason why the Pasik really should have said Elekei Oretz. So the way that to read this Rashi is, Rashi is sort of asking a question. And he's wondering, The Pasuk here does not say that David is the God on the earth here below. And then Rashi adds to that question that if in the Pasuk earlier it says, So how much more so is the question that here as well it should say, but the basis of the question does not begin with the fact that previously it does say Lekei Oretz. The question is here. In the content of this Pasik, Rashi is wondering, does not say Lekei Oretz here? That's why Rashi gives that introduction. So this has to be understood. What is the reason why it should be saying Lekei Oretz over here? Now you can't answer simply and say, as the Svaref, Avos, as Darf, Dosh, Dein, Lekei Oretz, that the reason why here it has to say Lekeya Oretz is not the far that the only reason is because of the previous Pasik. Because there it says So that's the reason why Rashi, it should say here. And Rashi is wondering, why doesn't it say it here like it says in the previous Pasik? That's that's the question of Rashi. So again, and then when Rashi says those words, he's clarifying that his question is, that in the previous Pasik it does say it. If so, the question becomes, why here does it not? So that's not the basis of what Rashi is saying. In addition to what we've just pointed out, what is Rashi saying when he says, It's not necessary to say those words. Just by bringing the previous Pasik, the difference is clear. That here it does not say, It's like in the previous Pasik. If the only reason Rashi has a question that it should say Velikei Oretz here is because of the previous Pasik, then the order in Rashi's words should be in the reverse. That first Rashi should point out the source of his question. Then the previous Pasik, there it does say Velikei and Velikei Oretz. 
And now because of this, this is the basis of the question. So then Rashi should say, If so, why are we here? Does, not, does it not say like it does in the previous Pasuk? So from the fact that Rashi puts first, it seems like there's a reason here in this Pasuk why you should be saying What is that reason? Dalid, another question here is, Rashi weist on dem Ort von dem Shinu. Rashi points out the place of where it says different than in this Pasuk. Mitten Wort oder Meile Oma Vashbiyacha. That earlier it says Vashbiyacha. And Rashi does not quote anything other than this one word. Und dem Etzem Shinu, as la Meile steht, will Ekeya Oretz, and then the actual language of the Pasuk and the change. In other words, to quote what it says there, will Ekeya Oretz, which it does not say here, is Rashi blows Miram is mitten Wort Vegeimer. Rashi just hints to it with a Vegeimer, he doesn't quote it at all. Is it Satsmiya Kfula? So there's a double wonder here. The verte velakeya ores was benegeze is the shaila is rashing ganz nit maitik. The actual source of the question, the difference between what it says in this pasik and the previous pasik. So that Rashi doesn't even quote. So it's not even Rashi doesn't even bring the part of the pasik which is the basis of the question. On dafke dem word vaashbiacha and it's the word vaashbiacha was as klal nit shaykh to the shaila is a yomaitik. And the word of that Pasik, Vajbiyacha, which is not what the Pasik, what the what the question is really, that Rashi does bring. So why does he bring specifically the word Vajbiyacha, which is not what the difference is between this Pasik and the previous Pasik? Now the Rebbe explains, Asimin of Dem Pasik is Bakhlal Ibirik. You might think, well, Rashi is bringing Vajbiyacha, so you should know which Pasik is he referring to. When he says, when Rashi says that previously the Pasik does say Alekeya that of Lamaila Omar, that previously it said differently, Rashi wants you to know where and which Pasik. So that's where Rashi quotes Vajbiyacha. So no, that's extra. Rashi does not have to say that. When Rashi zokt, when Rashi simply says, Lamaila Omar Gam Velekeya Oretz. That previously the Pasik said Alekeya Oretz. If Rashi would say just that. Rashi does not have to quote any other words from that Pasuk. You would know which Pasuk is referring to. Why? Where is that Pasuk? It's only four Pasukim before. So if Rashi would just simply say that previously you just learned and it says you would know what it's referring to. So why does Rashi not say that? Instead Rashi quotes the word of that Pasuk. And the actual Lashon of the Pasuk where it says, Velikeyaretz, that Rashi does not quote. So we could simply, we would think, to answer the let the Tzvei Shailas al Kopanim, at least to answer the last two questions. What would be the reason, what's the Svara, why in this Pasuk it has to say, Velikeyaretz, and why Rashi is specifically quoting the word, Va'ashbiyacha. So to answer these two questions, we would say as follows. As Rashi's Shaila do is be'ike mitzad dem word vashbiyacha Eliezerim. The question over here comes up because of this word vashbiyacha that there in the, in the psukim before it's talking about Eliezer swearing. In onze pasik vavram zok. What is Avram saying here? Hashem elikeya shemayim that the Eibushter he's telling Eliezer he's encouraging him for the shlichus that he has to go and bring a wife for Yitzchak. So he tells him, Yishlach malochai lefanecha, the Ebeshter will send a malach ahead of you, and v'lokach and you'll be successful in bringing a wife for my son. 
So since in this passage he's encouraging Eliezer regarding what Hashem will do for him here in the world below. To bring a wife for a son. See here it's most appropriate to say that the Ebishter is the God of the world here below and therefore you'll be successful here in your shlichus below. On the other hand, previously where Avram is making Eliezer swear that he's going to fulfill what he's asking him. Over there it's speaking about the fact that Avram Avinu makes Eliezer swear that you're not going to take a wife from anywhere else and you're going to go over there to my family. When Eliezer swears in the name of Hashem, what's appropriate for Eliezer to refer to Hashem as? So who was Eliezer? Avram's servant, the elder in the house. He was a very prominent person. He draws from Avram Avinu and gives to drink and teaches everyone Avram's Teireh. So a person like Eliezer, on such a high level, so referring to Hashem as the God in the heavens, that's appropriate for Eliezer when he makes a shvua. So in the previous Pasik, it could or should say, does not have to mention the Abish being also, the effect of Hashem and the presence of Hashem in the world here below. So even though there's a reason why Dafki here in this Pasik, it should say, Hashem leading him in the world below. And in the previous Pasik, it seems to be appropriate to just say, but in fact, it's the opposite. When it's Vashbiyacha, when Eliezer is swearing, Avram adds, and here in this Pasik, where he's speaking about Hashem leading him in the world below, it does not mention Eliezer. That's the basis of the question of Rashi. So it's not just simply a contradiction or, or the change of the language of the Pasik, but there's actually a reason why before it should say Elikeh Aretz, that is. Again, there's, a, there's no reason why the Pasik earlier should say Elikeh Aretz, and there is a reason why over here it should. That is the basis of the question. However, it's difficult to explain Rashi this way. In addition to the fact that we haven't answered the other questions, we only answered two of the four questions. But in addition, the question is, if so, If this is the whole basis of Rashi's question, that here it should say in the Pasuk, because of what Avram is speaking about here, that Hashem in the world here below is going to lead you, going to bring the wife for, 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 for Yitzchak. So then why doesn't Rashi bring in the Dibra Maskel from the continuation of the Pasik where it speaks about this theme here? Or at least Rashi should write V'gaymet, so you should understand that when Rashi says that the main question over here is based on the continuation of the Pasik. This is the main basis of the question. So from the fact that Rashi does not point to the continuation of the Pasik, we see that that's not what this Rashi is based on. There's also certain details and certain precise wording of Rashi when he gives his answer. Aleph, the first question is, if the whole intention of Rashi's pshat here, as it would simply seem, 
that with the change of the language, this change. Avram wants to emphasize the difference as the difference in the time that before when I was taken from my father's house, and now that's what Avram is trying to point out. Is nit move on? So the question is, Rashi is that Avram Avinu is actually saying this to Eliezer. And Rashi does not begin by explaining the answer of the difference between the two psukim by simply saying that Avram is hinting in the difference of his language that now Hashem is Al derech we say is in the loshen in sefriyon medrash where statement omaloi it doesn't say omaloi so what does that mean if it doesn't say omaloi that Avram is telling this to Eliezer Avram didn't say all of this to Eliezer Avram just used a different language before and now so that it should be emphasized and understood in this that there's a difference between how the Eibushter was known and recognized before and now but Rashi actually says omaloi that Avram tells this to Eliezer. So from Loshan Omaloi, the fact that Rashi adds these two words is Mochach, it's clear, as Rashi learned as the Rinyan, from Achshavu Lekeh Shemayim Velekeh Yaaretz Cholo, Hot Avram Mazbegeven, so Eliezer, Nidbloiz Durch Shinu Lishainer. This is something that Avram Avinu explained to Eliezer, not just by changing the language in his conversation to him, with him, and he should understand this, nor Durch Anamire Mufureshes Bedibetsu Eliezer and Da. But he actually spelled this out and said all of this that Avram is saying here. This is what Avram said to Eliezer. He explained to him the difference between how the Eibishter was recognized before and now. And this is also noticeable from Bechlau, the whole uh, lengthy words of Rashi here. The Avram is saying, I have made Hashem accustomed to be the people are speaking about the Eibishter, and before he wasn't. You see in the language of Rashi that Avram Avinu here is speaking about himself. This is Avram's saying this about himself to Eliezer. So now, what Avram is given nit if Avram did not actually say all of this, he didn't spell it all out, but it's just that in the words that he said, he changed and omitted the word Velikeya Oretz in order to make it clear the difference of before and now. So then Rashi would simply answer the change in the words of the Pasik that Achshav Velikeya Shemaim Velikeya Oretz. Now Hashem is a lekeh shemaim a lekeh yaretz. Avol kishlekechani v'beisavi hoya lekeh shemaim v'loy lekeh yaretz. Then he was a lekeh shemaim and not a lekeh yaretz. That's all that Rashi would have to say to explain the difference that it is achshav and this and this before. From the ariches asignen is again from the ariches vehasignen from the fact that Rashi adds more than just what it says in the pasuk. And also from the style of the writing, when Rashi says, Regaltiv, of Ramavinu, this he's speaking about himself, is move on as does Avram Gizak Mefurish, that Amalai, Avram Avinu actually said this clearly to Eliezer, what Rashi brings here. Isn't it move on? So the question here is, Vuz Merumazim Pasik, as does Bachlal Gevenan Amirif and Avram Tzeliezerin. Where do you see over here in the Pasik that Avram spoke anything additionally to Eliezer? Just the shini of the words. 
Is that that's enough of a proof that Avram actually said all this to Eliezer? And especially all the details that Rashi here says that he said to him, as Hergaltiv, Befiabriyais, and Shmoyhoi, all the details, the way Rashi says what Avram said to Eliezer, where do you see in the Psukim hinted any of these uh, details that he said to Eliezer? Bayes, another question there is Rashi is Mamshech. When Rashi explains the difference between now and then, so Rashi says, when is the then? Then, when I was taken from my father's house, so then I was only, the Abishta was only the, the, the God in heaven and not on the earth. So the question is, why does Rashi have to spell out exactly when the then is? The point is that now Avram brings the Abishta here in the world, and then before it wasn't so. So as thus is given in the inside, Why does Rashi have to point out that before then was when? When it was the when I was taken from my father's house. Why does that have to be specified? by them. So yeah, we understand. I mean, Rashi is, is quoting this and, and bringing from what it says in the Pasuk. That when was the Ebishter Lekeh Shemaim? So the Pasuk over there is saying, Lekechani Mi Beisavi. So Rashi is quoting what it says in the Pasuk. But the point though is, it's not, there's no reason for Rashi to bring this. But in Pasuk, is doch the Kavonen Avram's Dibba Goran Andere. The fact that in the Pasuk it does mention exactly what time it's speaking about. That it's speaking about the time period that Avram was taken from his father's house over there, the Pasuk is, the intention is something else. So, Avram Avinu is telling Eliezer about the great, great good things that the did with him. The brought me from my father's house, from my birthplace, and what the spoke to me. This is all encouraging Eliezer and assuring him that he's going to have atzlaches, he'll be successful. Just like we see, Avram is saying, look at all the brachas and all the goodness Hashem has done with me till now. So on the Pasik, we understand why it adds Lekachanimi Beisavi. It's not like adding Lekachanimi Beisavi to specify what time period the Ebishter is Lekachanimi It's actually part of the theme of what Avram is telling Eliezer. He's telling us, look what Hashem has done for me till now, and will continue doing for you the same in the future. However, this detail of the Kachanimi Beisavi, to quote it in Rashi, where Rashi is trying to point out what's the reason for the difference between then and now. And Rashi says, now Hashem is and previously, then he was not. When they previously, when it, before he was not, specifically that time, it's not necessary for Rashi to point that out, that it was Mibesavi. So why is Rashi quoting this detail from the Pasuk? Gimel, another question here is, by Mzman von Achshov, when Rashi speaks about now, Zokt Rashi nor Sheher Galtiv that now I've made Hashem a, a customary for people, for the Briois, to have in the mouth to speak about Hashem. That's what Rashi says regarding now. When Rashi speaks about the negative of how it was before, is Rashi that the people of the world did not recognize Hashem. Over there, Rashi says in an additional detail. Not only that his name was not accustomed to people to speak about, but they did not recognize Hashem. 
In contrast, Rashi should have said regarding now, the contrast to what it was before. Rashi should say that now I made Hashem recognized by the people in the world or something similar. So why does Rashi skip that detail? Dalid, another question here is Rashi Banutzda. Rashi is using some, a new kind of expression regarding the people in the world. The people coming and living in this world. And not only that, Rashi is not only using this new type of expression, but he's actually switching from the expression that Rashi said just before this, the creations in the world. And here it's and then the Rebbe points out, and at the end of Rashi, he uses a third expression, in the land below. So what are these three different expressions? And then to point out even further, the precise wording of Rashi, by regarding the creations in the world, Rashi says, that I've made Hashem accustomed for them. But Ba'aretz, regarding in the land here, it says that the Abishtu was not accustomed, the Abishtu's name. And by Boy Oilam, when it comes to Boy Oilam, Rashi says that the Boy Oilam were not Makirimboy, they did not recognize the Abishtu. So, what, what is the, the precise meaning of this? That Rashi changes these expressions and everything, is, uh, everything in Rashi is exact, every single word, there's a reason for this. So we have many, many questions here in this Rashi. The main thrust of the questions in the beginning of, uh, on this Rashi is that we see that Rashi over here has a certain reason why in our Pasik it should say Velikei Aretz. And there's something about the previous Pasik where Rashi quotes that over there it says Vaj Biyacha, that over there it has to say Velikei Shemaim. What is this? And also, the Rebbe over here is focusing on this Amalai, that we see that this is something that, Hashem, that Avram actually said clearly to Eliezer. He didn't just hint it to him. How do we know this? How do we know that he actually said this to him? And then as the Rebbe pointed out over here, all the specific expressions Rashi uses, everything is precise, as we'll see. So we'll understand all of this with first pointing out a general, more general question regarding this entire Rashi. Why is this point at all relevant over here in the Hemshech Hadibur from Avram with Eliezer Over here, this is a conversation that Avram is having with Eliezer regarding the Shidduch for Yitzchak. So how is this point relevant here? That now Hashem is the God of heaven and earth. But previously then, Hashem was only the God in heaven and not on the earth. It's a true point, but why is it being pointed out and hinted to, or even more than just hinted to, it being explained through Avram clearly to Eliezer in this conversation? It has to have some relevance in this conversation. It's not a random point that Avram Avinu is telling him here. Is there beer So the answer is, Shas Avram at Bashvaran Eliezer. When Avram makes Eliezer swear, Do not take from my son Eliezer a wife from the daughters of the Knani over here that I live amongst them. Rather go to my land or my family from where I came from. 
Es verstand ich, so es understood, dass Avram will nicht für Yitzchak und Isha mit Neusser Knani. That Avram does not want a wife or a son from the daughters of Knani. Even though this is the place where Avram himself lives amongst them. Meaning, they are not to Avram and under his spot. They are near Avram, not only in proximity that he lives amongst them, but they also are under his influence. Avram Avinu was not a quiet person. He was constantly spreading the name of Hashem all around him. From Dezwegen, however, will Avram dafke von Arzi umelarti. He wants Eliezer to go and bring a wife for Yitzchak from his land and from his birthplace. Specifically his birthplace. Why? So simply the reason is, because of the advantage that there is, being that this is the family of Avrams, so they are better, edeler, more refined, and because it is Yichus, because being part of his family, so therefore they are definitely closer to the character of Avram himself. That's why he wants them to go there, to that place, to bring from the land and the family of Avram. So that's the initial point in the conversation of Avram explaining Eliezer, you should go over there to my family, my ladati. So now Eliezer asks on this, What do I do if she does not want to come? Should I bring your son over over there to that place and let him get married over there? In that place that you uh, came from there. So what was Eliezer's question? If this is the place that you, Avram, came out from there. Avram kommt von dort. You come from there. Hat dort gelebt and you live there. What Masim given as Oshav is Binchahin. So just like you lived over here, so you know what that place is about. So why can't I bring your son there as well? If you were able to live there and you grew up over there and that's where your family is. So if the wife does not want to come here, so why shouldn't I bring Yitzchak to live over there with the family? So then when Avram answered him and says, no, no, no. Be careful, do not bring my son over there to my family to marry over there outside of in the So this most definitely would bring up in Eliezer's mind the tremendous question. And the question is, either way, this doesn't make sense. If that place where Avram came from there, this is his land where he grew up, that's his birthplace, that's where his family is living, so it's such a great place, it's such the, the greatness of, his, of the place and of his family being there, so important. And that's why you have to take a wife specifically from there and from his family there. So if so, so good, Eliezer understands that that is better than the Benoist Kanani. Over there, that place and specifically the family over there is better. So if so, so why can't you bring Yitzchak over there to join them in that place and with the family over there? And on the other hand, So on the other hand, Avram wants Yitzchak to stay here together with him because it's important the place where Avram is now. This is close to Avram, under the influence of Avram. Avram does not want Yitzchak to leave from being under the Hashpah of the Hashpah of Avram, watching over him and the influence of Avram. 
and even not to go to the birthplace and the family, the family of Avram Avinu. Because of here, the influence of Avram that he has on the people that are near him, is a greater advantage than the land and the family that there is over there far away. If so, the question is, is So if the influence of Avram of, you know, over here is stronger than his family that's far away, and that's why he wants Yitzchak to stay here, so then why shouldn't he then also be allowed to marry off Yitzchak to someone that's here near Avram, that's under Avram's influence, that's stronger, that's a bigger maila than his family, which is far away. This is the place where Avram of Yinu lives. So there's two directives of Avram to Eliezer, which seems to be a contradiction. On one hand, he's telling him, take a wife doctor from my family, even though they're far away from me, but yet there's a big mile to my family there. But at the same time, we see that Avram is saying, no, there's a much bigger mile of over here, right here near Avram Avinu, where his influence of Avram is much stronger, and therefore Yitzchak has to stay here. He can't be with my family over there. So what's going on over here? This was an obvious question that Eliezer must have had. So because this is such an obvious question, so we must say, Avram explained this to Eliezer, which answered this question. Even though in the Psukim it's not spelled out clearly what the answer is, but from Avram Avinu's words we can see hinted what it is that he told him. And this is what Rashi here is explaining. That over here it says, and earlier in the Pasuk Vashbiyacha, it does not. It does, that is. The, uh, Aleph, so number one, the fun is mochach, as Avram at gegeben an of the Tmiyeh. So over here, in the change of the wording of the Pasuk, this is the answer for the question that Eliezer has. And this is the explanation why this concept of who the Eibishter, where the Eibishter was recognized before and where the Eibishter is recognized now through Avram Avinu is not just a random point that Avram is hinting in his conversation, but this is the answer to the obvious question that Eliezer must have had based on the directives that Avram is giving him. So the explanation here is as follows. Rashi stelt sich auf die Werter elekei Hashem elekei Hashemayim asher lekochani mi beisavi. So Rashi is quoting the Pasuk, and as the Rebbe pointed out, he's quoting also asher lekochani mi beisavi. So why is Rashi quoting all of this? And it's medayik and Rashi, because here this is the basic of, basis of Rashi's question. Rashi's question is, as vibalt, as bora elekim es Hashemayim ve'esaretz. The Eibishter created heaven and earth. And nevertheless, why over here does it not mention also this fact that the Eibishter is Lekeyaretz? Is Muchach, so from this it's clear, as the Werter Lekeyashamayim, then a nip gesagt als Stam Schwach von dem Eibishter. So it must be that Lekeyashamayim is not being written here just as a way, as a means of praising Hashem. As the Rebbe pointed out before in the Sikha, in the simple pshat of the Pasik, it seems like that Avram Avinu is praising Hashem and pointing out the goodness of what Hashem has done with him in the past and therefore encouraging Eliezer that the same will be also in the future. So therefore when you read the Pasik, Hashem Hashem this is part of him thanking and praising the goodness of Hashem. 
So if that's what it is, so what's the expression of Hashem, Alekeya Shemayim? Why is he referring to Hashem as Alekeya Shemayim? That's a praise. That's the way you refer to the greatness of Hashem, the praise of Hashem. But the thing is though, if as it seems from Lekahanim Beisavi that it's a praise, so then the praise should have been like it says in the beginning of Chumash, the Abisha created heaven and earth. It should have said Hashem Alekeya Shemayim, Alekeya Aretz. That's the appropriate way to praise Hashem. So the fact that it does not say Alekeya Shemayim, you can see that this is not a simply a praise from the Mevishten. Vibalt medamon zainomen, once you're mentioning Hashem's name, then you're praising Him, that Lekahanim Beisavi, so you, you add the praise of Alekeya Shemayim, Alekeya Aretz. And like you see before in the Pasik, when it refers to Hashem, so it refers to Hashem as Kaina Shemayim and Aretz. Because if it's a praise, he should have praised Hashem fully. And like it, like it says, it should have said, So this is what Rashi is pointing out in the beginning. That since the Pasuk over here does not say So I see that when Avram Avinu is adding this in his language, it's not just a, plainly a, a praise. But there's a point he's trying to make here. And as we'll see soon, this is going to be part of his answer to Eliezer's question that he had about the directives of his shlichus. And then Ashi continues and points out, And earlier the Pasuk says, And Ashi specifically quotes the word, So earlier as well, over there, the Ebishter's name is being mentioned in what context? In a Shavua, where Avram is making Eliezer swear. When you mention Hashem's name, when you're swearing, you're not coming to praise Hashem. It's not a time to elaborate and praise Hashem. You're swearing. And you're swearing in the name of Hashem. So that's why Rashi quotes this one word, which is when it says afterwards, when it says, it can't be that it's being written there, and that's the usual shvach that you give for Hashem, that you praise Him as being, and therefore it says both expressions, why not? Because in a, in a shvua, you just are swearing in the name of Hashem, but it's not a time of praise. So therefore the point Rashi is telling us that both in our Pasik, Hashem being uh, referred to as Lekeya Shemaim is not simply a praise. And so too in the earlier Pasik where it says Lekeya Shemaim Lekeyarit is also not simply a praise because it says Vashbiyacha, so it's not a time to praise. So therefore, the specific expressions being used, here, and earlier, is there's a message here. There's something that Avram said. So therefore, we must say, And when it says, earlier, These are, these are words, that are relevant for the content of what Avram is speaking to Eliezer about. It's not just simply a praise like it would seem. And that with this, by saying here, and previously, he's answering the question of Eliezer, which was, the question of either it's better to go and take a wife for Yitzchak there, 
So Yitzchak should be allowed to go there. Or it's better to take from a wife from here. So why does Yitzchak have to stay over here and not be allowed to go over there? It, 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 these two directives don't go together. The far Muzrashi Zogen. And this is the reason why Rashi says, Omar Loi. That this is something that Avram actually spelled out and explained to Eliezer. This is not just simply something that we could learn, that we could understand about the facts of what happened before and after to explain the difference of the wording in the Pasuk. The change in the wording of the Pasuk is actually something that Avram Avinu was telling Eliezer to answer a question that he has. Otherwise, the message that we learn out from this change would just be a random fact. It doesn't fit into the whole conversation here. So there's no reason for the Torah to point out this change here. Elam, I know this is relevant to the conversation. And therefore, this is something that Avram must have explained and answered the Eliezer to the question that he had. So since Avram changed in his language. Earlier it says that the Eibishter is Lekeh Shemaim and Lekeh Yaretz. On it, then over here in the Pasik, it says, Nor Elekeh Shemaim. Is Muvan as in them Shinui is Merumiz the Azbaref and Avram to Eliezerin. It's in this change of the Pasik that it's hinted. Look at exactly if you're going to, if Avram is telling Eliezer, pay attention to how Hashem exists in Shemaim and Oretz now and how Hashem was a Lekeh Shemaim before. Pay attention to this and you'll understand that my instructions to you actually make a lot of sense. So what did Avram tell Eliezer? Look, pay attention to what's happening now. Now the Eibishter is a Lekeh Shemaim and a Lekeh But in what way is Hashem a Lekeh Shemaim and a Lekeh Oretz? Avram Avinu spells out and he tells Eliezer, if you're going to pay attention, you'll see that it's Hergaltiv Bifi Habriyas. That the Eibishter has become accustomed in the mouth of creations. Was the mit felt up by Avram Avinu saying this? This answers part of his question. Why does Avram not want to take as a wife from the daughters of the land right over here that Avram is living amongst them? Avram, so what Avram was telling Eliezer is Hagam as Achshav is that Eibushted do. Even though now Hashem is known and, and uh, regalitiv also here below. In the land below. Through the fact that Avram publicized Hashem's name here in the world below. However, the influence and the effect of Avram's Ashpa in this place was not to the extent that bis to sein roi als shidduch v'yitzchakin. That the girls over here should be fit as a shidduch for Yitzchak. Why? Well, this is not an anoifin shehirgaltiv befiabriyas. Rashi is very precise by saying that hirgaltiv, Hashem is became, became accustomed and befi in the mouth. They're accustomed to speaking about Hashem even though they may not have a real recognition in Hashem, but they're speaking in their mouth. Befiabriyas. But not necessarily did it affect their behavior and in Maise and in action, in deeds. Not necessarily did it, did it change that. It's just the regilos that he brought to the people that they became accustomed to speaking about Hashem. That's one part of what Avram was pointing out to Eliezer. He's telling Eliezer, now Hashem is a lekei Hashemayim v'lekei Oretz. And I pay attention. How is Hashem a lekei Oretz? And what, to what extent? 
If you'll see to what extent Hashem is a Lekeya Aretz, you'll understand that it's not sufficient for the Benoisa Aretz to be fit for a wife for Yitzchak. And then the other part, Earlier, when I was brought from my father's house, then Hashem was only a Lekeya Shemaim and not a God in the world here below. The people in the world below did not recognize Hashem. And Hashem was not, Rogel was not a custom in the world below, in the, in the earth over here. So here Avram is telling Eliezer, not pay attention to what's going on over there in the place where my family is. On the other hand though, there's no place to bring Yitzchok over there to where his family is, in the land where his, fa- where his father's house is. The influence that Avram had when he called Hashem's name as in the world, bringing Hashem over here in the world below. At least to the extent that people are accustomed in their mouth to speak about Hashem. This was only accomplished later when he was brought from his father's house. So Rashi is quoting this detail of exactly when this was because this is relevant for the whole point that he's saying here. He's explaining him that when it was this was not accomplished yet. So, then Hashem's name was not yet accustomed by the people in the, world, in, the, in the earth here to speak about Hashem. So therefore that place of my father's house was and remains. It's a place where the Ebesh is only a God in heaven and not on the earth below. They don't recognize Hashem. And therefore the Ebesh's name is not accustomed by then here below in the world below. So there's no place for Yitzchak to go and join them and live in such an environment, in such a place where people do not recognize Hashem over here in the world below. So this answers the Tmiya, the question that Eliezer had. On one hand, the family, that's the place where Yitzchak has to get a color from. Because the family, as the Rebbe explains, is, has the refinement and the character similar to Avram. But on the other hand, so you might think, no, if that's where Avram's family is, so why doesn't Yitzchak go and join the family over there? The answer is because the place over there, Beisavi, is a place where Hashem is not known there. Not, not, no no regilis bechlal of Hashem's name over there. On the other hand, Benoisa Oretz, to marry a, a Yitzchak, to B'nai Sa'aretz over here, they, their behavior has not been affected either through Avram, even though it says in the Pasuk, Lekeya Aretz, but Avram is telling Eliezer, look, look at, the, look at Lekeya Shemayim and Lekeya Aretz, and you'll see and you'll understand that it's not yet enough that it changed their behavior, that they're fit to be a Kala for Yitzchak. So that's why the Pasuk says the change in the Lashen, to show you that Avram was spell, spelling out to, to, to Eliezer this shinui, that he should pay attention to this and he'll understand his instructions very clearly. Now the Rebbe gets to the details of exactly the, 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 all the details in the Lashon of Rashi, when Rashi describes what it was before and what it is now. And the Rebbe pointed out the differences in the language of Rashi and the Rebbe will explain all the details here. It's very, very bekitzer, but I'll try to explain. And here Rashi changes the different titles 
and descriptions, canal as it was pointed out before, and does that been vidar amal, and here again we can see, feel yet the Rashi, to what extent every single word in the Rashi is betachlis hadiyak, is exactly and precise of all the words that Rashi chooses to say. And just with the following short introduction and to go in order regarding the different expressions that Rashi says. So this is a Pasik in the end of Bereshis where it says that what happens was that then the Abish's name was Huchalikra. What does Huchalikra mean? Is Rashi Mefarish. So that Rashi there explains what this means. They made Hashem's name mundane. They referred to people or other Avedizaris with the name of Hashem. So what does that mean? They did not recognize who Hashem is. If they would have the recognition who Hashem is, so when you know who's the one that carries this name, you don't use that name for some other disrespectful thing. So over here, the fact that they went and took Hashem's name and used his name to give it as a title for Adam or Atzabim, so that means that they didn't recognize who's Eibishter that's carrying this name. That's the Rashi in the end of Bereshis. And then there's the Rashi in, in Parshas Vayeda, where Rashi says what Avram accomplished. Vayikra Shom B'Shem Hashem, that Avram calls Hashem's name. Kael Oilam, that the name of Hashem is Kael Oilam, that specifically the name of Hashem, and, and what? And who is Hashem? Hashem is Kael Oilam, the God of the world. Is Rashi Mefarish. Rashi explains what does this mean that he called Hashem as Kael Oilam. As Avram, Hodamos, Oivgeton, what Avram accomplished then is, as Mizalvisen, that it should be known as Nit Mishaliach Altem, the food that I serve you is not my food. Rather, the food comes from the one that said that the world should be created. It's not enough to know that there is the name of Hashem. They knew that there's, they, they, they recognized, they knew that there's the name of Hashem, right? But they didn't know that Hashem is here below, that the world below here belongs to Hashem. So over here, what Avram brought them to recognize is that that the Abish is Kael Oilam in the world below, and therefore the food that, you that you're eating here in the world, that belongs to Hashem. Not that the name of Hashem is somewhere removed from this world. Those are the two details that we have in Rashi and Bereshis and in the Rashi and Vayera. So now, Apikola now let's move on. So based on this, it's understood. As Aleph number one, Fun Yemei Enosh, starting already from the times of Enosh over there in Bereshis, Hotman Alts Gewust von Shem Akadosh Baruch Hu. They knew of the name of Hashem. They knew the knowledge they had. Nomat is gemacht chulen. However, they misused and they mistreated Hashem's name. Why is that? Why did they? Why did they? treat Hashem's name disrespectfully and put Hashem's name on people or on other Avedizadis. It's because they didn't have the full recognition of who Hashem himself is that's carrying this name. If they would know who Hashem is, they would not take a name that's used as a title for Hashem and put it on Adam and Atzabim. So they knew of Hashem's name. But they knew of Hashem's name, but not the Ebishter himself that carries this name, the greatness of Hashem himself. And therefore they misused and they made Hashem's name mundane and putting it on other things. That's what you see from the Rashi in Bereshis. And based, and then from the Rashi in Vayera, Far Avram's Vayikra. Before Avram comes and calls Hashem's name here, Hotman Gerechen, so people were thinking, 
as Mishaliyah Chaltem, that Avram is serving them and the food in this world comes over here in this world, it's, it's all from Avram. On al everything and all of their activities that, that, that they were doing here in this world, they attributed all of their activities to themselves, to nature, to them, to their friends. It was all amongst themselves. Right? So even though they knew of Hashem's name, but what's Hashem? Hashem is somewhere in, in, in the heaven, here in the world below that we're living in, that we're doing and we're creating. I'm planting and this is my food and I, this is my produce, this is me. That's, that was their attitude. So therefore we understand that Hashem's name was not, it wasn't customary amongst them to speak about Hashem because everything that they ask is theirs. So that, why are we speaking about Hashem? Whatever they had, this is mine, this is yours, could I have what's yours, could, I'll give you what's mine. It's all between themselves. They, they looked at everything that exists in the world below within nature as things that they worked on and they created for themselves. So therefore, Hashem's name was never on their, on their mouth. It wasn't a ruggle to speak about Hashem. So here we see the two points. These are the two expressions that Rashi uses regarding when Avram was brought me base avi. So Rashi says, and In other words, Rashi is talking about two things. There's boy, there's the Ebishter himself, and then there's Shmoy, there's the Ebishter's name. So as far as the Ebishter himself is concerned, they had no recognition on the Ebishter himself. If they would have, they wouldn't have used Abish's name in such a disgraceful way. As far as Shmoy, the, the name of Hashem, they were aware of Hashem's name. Right? They misused Hashem's name, but they were well aware of Hashem's name. But in what way? What way did they relate to Hashem's name? That Hashem's name belongs somewhere in Shemayim, in matters of Shemayim, things that are out of our reach. How about the things over here below in this world? That's our life. That's the things that we do for ourselves, that we are independent. And therefore, they were never rogil, there was no regilos to speak about Hashem. Although they knew about Hashem, but they knew about a, the name of Hashem, that is. They knew about a name of Hashem distant from them, but not in the world here below. So therefore, in the day-to-day experience, there was no regilos to speak about in the day-to-day life about Hashem. Those are the two points here. So the Rebbe now brings it back into the language of Rashi. Let's see. So Gimel, B'meile, is makirim as ezelekeya shemaim. They did recognize, not Hashem himself, but they recognized Hashem as being a Lekeya Shemaim, that there are powers, there are higher spiritual powers in the heaven. The people coming in the world below. So Rashi specifically is using this word, to make the point that it's not that they didn't recognize Hashem at all, they recognized Hashem as a spiritual being. But Oilam, like, like, similar to the Lashem that it says before, that Hashem called Avram Kel Oilam. In the world below, regarding their day-to-day life in this world, Ada Avram's Vayikra, before Hashem call Avram, that is, calls Hashem's name, Kale Oilam in the world before in the world below, the Redentize, Avram spoke to say, Lehoyu Makirim Boy. They did not recognize Hashem himself. They recognized Hashem as being a spiritual being. If they would recognize Hashem himself, then Hashem himself is not spiritual. Hashem himself. Hashem himself is, is here and there. He's above, he's below, he's everywhere. No, but they didn't recognize Hashem himself. They recognized the name of Hashem. What's the name of Hashem? The greatness of Hashem that it is in, 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 in Shemayim, but not over here below. And therefore over here below, over here, they didn't see the Eibishter. And therefore, in the world below, in their life, everything is theirs. That's one point. So, they did not recognize the Eibishter 
in the, uh, himself, and because they don't recognize Hashem himself, so the Abish is not in the world below. On Dalid, another point of here is Ba'aretz, if so, over here in the world below, in the land, is Nit Ragel Redden Vegn Shemayim. It's not a customary, it's not, it's not the custom of people to speak about things of Shemayim. In other words, even though they did know of Hashem as Lakea Shemayim, it's not that they didn't know of Hashem existing at all. They knew Hashem is Lakea Shemayim, but nevertheless, it wasn't regular to speak about this. Why not? Because the nature of people is something that's distant from you, something that you know about, but you know about it, but it exists in a different world, and especially if you hear it, it exists in Shemayim. So if your life is in Oretz, it's not the custom of people to speak about things that are otherworldly, that's in Shemayim. It's the far as Oich Shemay Nitgeven Ragel. So even the Abish's name that they, that they did recognize, but nevertheless, it wasn't Ragel. They weren't Ragel to be speaking about that. Chachmod Makgeven Shemay, Alekeh the name of Hashem, they did, they did recognize. So there's two different details. The Abish to himself, they didn't at all recognize. They didn't recognize. They didn't recognize the Abish to himself. And that was the reason why they misused Hashem's name. If they would know who carries this name, they wouldn't misuse it. They didn't recognize the Abishter himself. That's, that's one point. And because they don't recognize Hashem himself, they don't see Hashem as interacting and existing in the world below. But how about the Abishter's name? The, the name of the Abishter, which is Elekei HaShemayim, that the Abishter exists in Shemayim, that they did recognize. However, because it's something that's very distant from their reality in the world below, so there was no regilis. A person does not speak about something that's like in a different world. So therefore they, in their day-to-day life, spoke about their own things. That's the Pshat and the Rashi over here, these expressions. In other words, when you read the Rashi, and Rashi says that then, In the simple words of Rashi, you might think that what Rashi is saying is very poshit. The people then, in the time when Avram came from Beisavi, they didn't know of David Shtabachlau. They didn't know of him, they didn't speak about him, nothing, nothing. So the Rebbe points out, but it's not so. If you look before from Deir Enoish, they knew the Shemayim. They knew the Abishta's name. They mistreated the Abishta's name. So therefore the Rebbe says what Ashi is saying is boy. Regarding the Abishta himself, there was no Hakara. And even regarding the name that they did have, did have a Hakara about, but they knew of, of the name as being Shemayim, but not over here, Ba'oretz. So this explains all the exact words of Rashi, why Rashi uses the term boy oilam. Boy Yoilam is coming to point out in their living in this world, in their daily experience in this world, they said the Ebishter does not belong here. They didn't see the Ebishter as being in the Oilam, the Ebishter is in Shemayim. And why Rashi uses the term Oretz, because Oretz is pointing out the distance from Shemayim to Oretz. And that is the cause for why there's no Regilus. When something is far from you, so it's not the Regilus to speak about that. So that's the exact words of Rashi here. We're not done yet. The Rebbe goes on and says, hey, Avram, but now what did Avram accomplish? When, I, when Rashi explains what's the Achshav, what happens now? So over here Rashi says, Avram at Margul given nitnor shmoi. So now here Rashi points out that Avram brought people to have a regilus, not only in the Abish's name, nor oi hergaltiv. Avram brought people to have a regilus to speak about the Abishta himself. Not just the name. If it was just Hashem's name, then they may again fall into the problem that Hashem's name is somewhere in Shemayim. The Ebishter himself is here in Oretz. So here Galtiv, the Ebishter himself. Em Alein, Al Tzalekei Oretz, and therefore the Ebishter is a God even in the world here below. And by Yedder Achilu
in every part of your daily experience, every piece of food that you put into your mouth, the Ebeshter is here, this is the Ebeshter. And one, regarding every Achila, Avram tells them, Mishaloi, the Ebeshter himself, not just his name, this comes from the Ebeshter and therefore the Ebeshter is here. And two, and that they should bench the Ebeshter with their mouth. And which is, as the Rebbe pointed out before, that Avram Avinu brought them to say this, not just to, but to actually verbalize and say this by mouth. But as the Rebbe pointed out before, it was only Hirgaltiv though. Not more than Hirgaltiv, it didn't bring them to necessarily change their behavior. So therefore when Rashi explains the Achshav, Rashi does not spell out the different details of Makirim, which, which is regarding Boy, and Rogel, which is regarding Shmoy. Because over here, when it comes to Achshav, Hashem brought even boy, even the Abishter himself, to become Rogel, to become Rogel in their mouth. So Hergal Tiv is going on the Abishter himself, that now Avram Avinu brought them to be accustomed to speaking about the Abishter himself. Involved, the final point, why Rashi uses the term of Briyais, Shehergal Tiv Bifi Habriyais. Right? And the Rebbe was Medayik before, only Hergaltiv. Only there was a custom to speak about Hashem, but it didn't necessarily, really, it didn't change him. It didn't bring a hakara, not a hakara, a real recognition of the Abishter himself, and to a point that it should change their behavior. So this is only regarding Briyas. Vav hanefesh asha also So it says before that Avram Avinu brought people from Choron. What does this mean? Zoktrashi azaradzim megayegivem. When Avram Avinu came from Choron to Yisrael, so Avram Avinu was megayegivem. So those people that Avram Avinu was Megayer, so these are people that Avram Avinu actually brought them a Hakara in the Abishter himself. A Hakara, not just a Hergaltiv. So, so when Rashi over here says that Achshav, it's only Hergaltiv. It's only they became accustomed to speaking, not only about the Abishter's name, but even about the Abishter himself, but only accustomed, but not a Hakara. But how could that be? Rashi said, that Avram Avinu was Megayadim. Megayadim is much more than just their Galtiv. They must have had a Hakara, a real recognition in the Abishter himself, and that's why they were Megayadim to change their behavior fully. So therefore, the Rashi of Yez Medayik, is given nor her Galtiv Bifi, Abinit Makirim. So therefore, Rashi says, yes, there were those people that Avram was Megayim, and for them they had a Hakara. But Avram is telling Eliezer, the vast majority, the masses that were not Megayim, those people, the Briois, so they are only Hergal to Bifi. They are only speaking with the Abishter in their mouth, but it's not, they never came to a Hakara, they didn't have the full recognition, they didn't change their behavior, so the Benoist Saadets are not fit to take from them a Kala for Yitzchak. So we see over here that everything Rashi says is exactly precise, the Loshan, what it says over here, And the point we see over here, what the Rebbe is saying is, when it says that, not, that uh, before the Ebeshter was only a Lekeh Shemayim and not a Lekeh it's not like it sounds from the simple Pshat and Rashi, if you don't pay attention to the details, it might seem like before Hashem was known maybe by a Lekeh in other words, the Malachim, the, the spiritual beings above recognized Hashem. In the world below, they did not recognize Hashem at all. So the Rebbe explains, no, this is all regarding the attitude of the people below. The attitude of the, of the people below was that Hashem is Shemayim, that the Ebeshter belongs, His name belongs in Shemayim. And they were not Makkah Ebeshter Himself, and therefore they didn't see as Hashem being Baaretz. 
And here, Ba'aretz, there was no regilas in their life, in their daily lifestyle to speak about Hashem. So this is a completely different way of reading the Rashi when you look at the details of what Rashi says with fits, with, with, with the Psukim. If you look in Bereshis and in Vayera of what people knew and did not know regarding the Ebishta. To understand what Rashi is telling us. So similarly, you could ask, another, there's another question here. What Avram accomplished now is that now Hashem is also a God here in the world below. The fact that Hashem is a Shemaim, that was even before. If so, the question is, why does Rashi have to double this and say again that Now Hashem is the God of heaven and earth. Then he was only a Lekeyashemaim and not a Lekeyaretz. When a Zaknit Bekitza, why doesn't Rashi say much more concisely, Achshav who gam Lekeyaretz? Now Hashem is also a Lekeyaretz. Then he was not a Lekeyaretz. That's the main detail that changed from then to now. The Lekei Aretz, Lekei HaShemayim, that the always was and is, that they always recognized. So Rashi should have just focused on the detail of a Lekei Aretz that changed. Is that as in them? So the answer is as follows. B'Sha'as, Avram is given b'chutz l'aretz and charan. When Avram Avinu was in chutz l'aretz and charan, is a madrege given in an oifim from helim, from the b'chines ha He was in a level where he was concealed, he was removed. Like it is in the level of chachme, which is higher than the reality and the existence of the world. And this is, fits with the fact that in his name, his name was Avram, which means Avram. Ram means exalted. Removed and concealed. This is the Indian of the name, of the place that he was in, which also means Goran, which is like a throat. Just like in the physical shape of the body of a person, you have the head and the mind that's there in the head and expanded, and then you have the heart. But then in between the head and the heart, there's this passageway that's very narrow, the neck, the throat of the person, and that's the gutting. Because there's a narrow passageway from what a person knows in his mind and what exists in Chochmeh to come down into the Midas. So Avram Avinu was in Chochmeh, removed from being brought down into the world of Midas that's more related to the reality of the world that's created from the Midas of Hashem. So similar was also regarding what he brought down in the world through his Aveda here. Before, when Avram's name was Avram, his main focus was he brought great revelations of the Eivishter through his Aveda, but all was accomplished in the world of Atzilus. It did not, however, reach and come down here in the lower worlds until this world here. When Hashem commands him to leave and to go to the land. And now he arrives in Eretz Yisrael. Here, the concealed and higher level of Avram that exists in Moichin, in Chachme, came down to Midas, came down in, first in Midas, in Malchus, and finally it comes down even lower into Malchus, Pchinas Oretz, which is the level of Oretz, the source of creation of the land here below. 
On them all, then an oich the teisvis oiris. So then, the greater additional revelations that Avram brought down was Avram at Mamshel given an atzilus that Avram brought into the world of atzilus. Avram was able to bring them down here also in this world physically. Vasapizez move on the tam, and this explains also was not achshav who alekeya shemayim velekeya oretz. Why Rashi spells out both that only now Hashem is alekeya shemayim and alekeya oretz. So Rashi also mentions alekeya shemayim. But then he was and not Even before Avram left Choron, even there, Avram was already publicizing Hashem's name over there. Since then, Avram Avinu was on a level that he was concealed in Meichin, he was in a different world, in a Ruchni world. What he did did not have that effect in this world, as a Zalzain, a Lekei that it should be brought down and have that effect in the world here below. That then he was only, the Abishta was only a Lekeya Shemaim and not a Lekeya Aretz. What is it that Rashi is saying over here? In the Indian from a Lekeya Shemaim. The fact that Hashem is a Lekeya Shemaim is not something that was just the status of what people knew and understood from the time of Enoish, like it said in Rashi in Bereshis, and that was something that was always known. No, no. When Avram says that then Hashem was a Lekeya Shemayim, that was something that was accomplished through Avram. Avram brought Hashem the Hamshacha of a Lekeya Shemayim. As Olim Shechver and Taisus Eiris and Atzilus. Now Delot is as given, is given was Veloya Lekeya Aretz. Those revelations that Avram accomplished through his Aveda remained in a spiritual world, but it didn't come down here below. As as is nit nimshel gavaran imvelt, it didn't come down into the world. So that's why Rashi doesn't simply say that before Avram did, did nothing, and Hashem was not a lekeya aretz, and now Avram accomplished that Hashem should be a lekeya aretz. If Rashi would only say that, it's not accurate. Avram was active even before. But what Avram accomplished before only brought a hamshacha in Shemayim, and atzilus. What Avram accomplished now was to bring Hashem down, not only to Hashemayim, but also down here into Oretz. That's the words of Rashi. Now we understand also what Rashi says, Why Rashi says that now Hashem is Hashemayim Oretz. In other words, seemingly according to what the Rebbe explained, we, we understand why Rashi adds that before Hashem was Hashemayim, because that was Avram's accomplishment. But regarding now, why does Rashi have to add that now Hashem is Lekeya Shemayim Velekeya Aretz? This is not a new accomplishment of Avram now. That was already accomplished before. The new accomplishment of Avram now is only the fact that Hashem is Lekeya Aretz. But nevertheless, Rashi, even regarding the Achshav, also mentions that Hashem is Lekeya Shemayim and Lekeya Aretz. The difference in the Chiddush of what Avram accomplished now more than before is not only regarding the Alekeya Aretz that he brought down Hashem below, but even regarding the extent and the level of Alekeya Shemayim that was also an accomplishment of now. What's the reason? 
Das was Avram hat achshav gepoilt. The fact that Avram was now successful and he affected, as as Alzheim oichelekei adets that Hashem is the God even in the world here below. As the hamshachas the lemaila in atzilus dal nimshach verin oich bibiyah that the hamshachas of atzilus should break through and come down here into the world into the lower worlds. Is given mitzaden. How did this happen? What was the cause for this? Was as is nimshach on his galigavarin that hella machachme was as hecher from atzilus because there was a level of the concealed level of chachme that's higher than atzilus from a much higher source that was brought down. When you draw from a higher place, you're able to break through and bring it down even lower. That's what happened. The additional revelations that Avraham Avinu brought down before in Atzilus. Yes, there were additional revelations, but nevertheless, they were within the framework of Ishtalshalos that it, it is related to Atzilus, so it wasn't something that was from a deeper source. It's in Ishtalshlus, in the system of creation. But then when Hashem tells Avram, it's not just that he speaks to him, but he empowers him. And he leaves Charan and arrives to Yisrael. Then what's revealed is this Avram, a higher level, is revealed. To reveal this Avram, to reveal this concealed state of Chochmeh, it's by drawing down an even higher level. And that's what makes it possible that there should be an opening, a breakthrough, that the Av, which is naturally Ram, should come down and be Nimshach in a lower level. Only when you have even a higher level that can, can cause this Giloy that the Avram should come down into this world. As is Gevarin der Kishur, Vichibur, von Meitzel, mit Netzalim. This brought joined together and the connection of the Meitzel, the source, the Ebishter himself, with the world of Atzilus. Und al Yedea Avedis Avram is Nimshach Gevarin. Teisvis Eiris ba Atzilus, mer wie es is eisgestellt, apiseider Ashtalshalus. So Avram brought greater revelations into the world of Atzilus more than was set up to be inside the Rishtalshalus. So the Chiddush of Avram begins in the level of Alekeia Shemayim. Before Avram brought Teisviseiris in Alekeia Shemayim, but only within a certain framework of Seyed Rishtalshalus. Now Avram Avinu brought from a higher level of Shemayim, from the Maitzel, from the Ebishter himself, and therefore there's a greater measure of revelation that comes into Atzilus. So from this it comes out, we understand as So the Lekeia Shemayim that Avram accomplished now is given in a Hechranoif was on a higher level than the Lekeia Shemayim that it was before when he was in his father's house. It's because of this greater level of a Lekeia Shemayim that Avram reached into is the Ramshachev Yichud and Atzilus, sorry, in the Ramshachev Yichud and Atzilus, regarding this great unity that he brought in the Shemayim and Atzilus, that's the reason of how this breakthrough in Oretz, that it could come down even here below, as that Helen from Atzilus, that it could come down even here below into this world. So it's, it's all caused by the fact that there was a higher level of a Lekeia Shemayim that he reached into. Ah, Falpi Kane. 
However, to conclude, the Rebbe says, yet, Vibalt, das is given, kaiden bitlak This was before Hashem annulled the decree, was damalt ha tachtainim yalolo yainim, val yainim yerdala tachtainim. As it says regarding Matan Teireh, that only from there forward, as the Madrash says, is it possible that the ones below could go up to above and the ones above come down. That begins only at the time of Matan Teireh where you could fully join together Shemaim and Oretz. Is Agam, as Avedis Avram beats Yosef and Choron Leretz Yisrael is given the Achonet to Chibur El Yenev and Tachtainev and Matan Taira. Although Avram Avinu's Avedi here to bring Hashem down in the world was the beginning and the preparation for what's going to be happening at Matan Taira, Hati Avedi from Avram nit gepoilt Ashinoi on an Aliyah in Mohusfun in Yoni Yoilam. It nevertheless did not bring a full change, a real change in the very identity of the things in the world. On in the Briya Shebehem and in the creations in the world. As a Zalzayna Lekeya Oretz in an Eifun Funak Kara, that the Abisha should be recognized fully, really recognized by the, in the earth here below. Nor Nitmer Vihirgaltiv Bifia Briyas. As the Rabbi before pointed out, the language of Rashi here is Hirgaltiv, that it became customary for people to speak about Hashem, but not to the extent of Akara. Because the Akara only takes place at the time of Matan Teireh, but Avramov, you know, over here is still at the stages of preparing for that when the full Akara happens later on.